my daughter is telling a story about uh, uh, friends who are full of bullshit, and they've got the queen of it. Uh, it's, uh, th- this friend of theirs and it's the daughter of this consulate and they're always moving around and due to COVID, she's been stuck here for way longer than she's ever been in one place. And all of her, all of the bullshit stories are, people are getting wise to. And she was, uh, she was reminiscing one from, uh, I, this was third or fourth grade where she's out on the playground and this girl comes up crying uh, the one that's full of tall tales. She comes up crying to the to the supervisor uh, after school, and she's gathered a whole group, including my daughter, to help her because she's just suffering so badly. And uh, the teacher's like, "What? What? What's what's wrong?" And in unison, this girl has said it so many times that all the children can shout. They're like, "Edgar snuck into her house and put cocaine in her eye drops." <laughs> 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 Corey, Corey told, or well, uh, she told us that. Uh, Corey's daughter told us that, and she's like, you know, this girl said, "Yeah, she's crying. Edgar put cocaine in my eye drops." So we all ran to tell the teacher, and I thought that the story was going to be that she goes, "You know, Miss So and So, Edgar put cocaine." Oh, never mind. If I say that out loud, it's uh, <laughs> that definitely did not happen. <laughs> now that I say it, yeah, yeah. Elsa was like. I did not know that, uh, I did not know what cocaine was or that, uh, it was rare for someone to break into another person's house. Like, it was just, <laughs> we learned a lot that day when the teacher just turned around, <laughs> said nothing, and walked away for a Know, for those of you listening, surely you you have hobbies, right? Something that you're you're kind of interested in, something you you dabble in. Well, get your ass off the couch, get your ass over to a computer, get on some message boards, and figure out all the possible shit you could buy for that hobby. <laughs> because this week on the Free Legal Advice Podcast, we're getting big into. Ooh. We're we're uh, we're taking our hobbies so far. That people start to worry about us. Falls <laughs> deep. Yes. Into these hobbies. All all the way deep. Um, yeah, I want to kind of talk about how, what that line is where there's, um, you know, something that you do as a pastime or enjoy versus like you enjoy it. So you, you just, I don't even know if you want to call it going down the rabbit hole. You go so far deeper. You've got all the gear that people didn't even know existed. And you're, you know, you're in, in clubs that uh, going to conferences that, you know, no one would have expected. So, um, and I'll start with actually sharing the, the initial, um, where, where this, I kind of started thinking about this. I was, uh, I follow a guy on Twitter who, uh, starts tweeting a little bit about disc golf. And, you know, I, I have disc golfed a handful of times in my life. Uh, when I did this in college, it was like, hey, not all Frisbees are the same. You, you know, this Frisbee is kind of like your putter. It's going to go short and straight. But this, this Frisbee, think of it more like a driver. Like you can throw it a little bit lighter. Maybe it goes a little farther. And I'm like, okay, there's two kinds. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this guy randomly, you know, tweets like, so I had a, re- I had a, Request to share what discs I carry in my bag, and I'm, I am going to read a lot of this because the it, it's what it's the depth and specificity that is where I kind of say now you're big into. So um, he says 
I mostly drive with my forehand, so there's a disproportionate number of overstable discs like the Flick, Fireball, Firebird, and MVP Dimension. He shares a picture. There are 16 discs in this picture. These are the ones that he normally carries. These aren't all of the discs that he owns, but this is like, I'm going to go out today and throw disc golf. I'll bring these 16 discs. Now, for backhand drivers, I have the Catan, Turn, and MVP Wave, parentheses, 13, 12, and 11 speed, respectively. I've gotten good results from a slower disc like the Avenger SS, a 10, or the MVP Inertia, a 9. The Inertia in particular is a great disc, plus the Leopard and T-Bird, two discs that all beginners should have. On the right are slower discs, Putter, Prodigy Model S, and the Deflector. These are all, ca- whenever you hear a name, it's a capital letter because it's the capital D oh, Deflector. Yeah. Yeah. The latter is a great disc for getting around trees and tight corners. In the round, there are rounds where the Deflector has saved me three or four strokes on its own. If, P.S. If anyone knows where to buy Inertias, let me know. I buy from Infinite Discs, but they've been sold out for a while. And that's where I was like, what is going on? <laughs> but I would almost, Matt, say like that, that is like he's into a different hobby. The hobby of the gear of something. That, that can kind of be its own thing. Like um, as somebody somewhat new into guitar and playing music, I can see there's the whole thing of people who just collect guitars or even collect a bunch of pedals. And it's like, do you even play those pedals? You have literally a wall of pedals. How do you, you you clearly don't use all that stuff. The other bit that I liked in there is he's like, uh, the this and the this, definitely for a beginner. And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Back to your driver and putter. You're telling me. A beginner <laughs> needs two putters. I mean, come on, man. He's a beginner. Why is he going to have... A, he's not going to have double down on a putter. Come on. What I love yeah. the most about those sorts of things is these are little plastic discs that you use to toss around in the park, but they have names like Avenger and like the Thunderhawk 9000. <laughs> like, I, I love the names. Mm-hmm. The ultimate oh, betrayal. Yeah. That was uh, such yeah. a beautiful, smooth putt with the Bloodthirster just now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, so yeah, gear is part of it for sure, Ben. Uh, and, and you're right, it could be kind of separate. I'm just into the gear, but either way, you whatever, even if you're just a hobbyist of whatever topic it might be, I think one indicator is when you start amassing specific specific gear for mm-hmm. that for that hobby. It's like, oh, you're kind of getting big into that. Um, but what's what I love most is really like this Christopher Guest aspect of you know where he he like nothing wrong with the dog breeders or folk music or you know small town theater. But like, let's what's it like when you're deep in that world? Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. and I guess overall disclaimer, real quick, is like. There is nothing wrong with it. Like, like I, people should like what they like and be into what they're into. That's sure. cool. But, but when you there is a level that where you go, where I'm going, the rest of the world is not following. That yeah. you know, you you have to yeah. expect a couple of sideways looks. Like, uh, why does he have all those frisbees? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when owning owning a bunch of gear is definitely part of it. Owning gear that's hard to find, like. Maybe not even hard to find, but like, uh, think of like the four stores you go to to buy all the things you need. There's probably three of them. You know, you, mm. d- you don't go to too many places to buy things, but once you're like, where do I get a, a, a plenishing bezler for uh, making my own coins at home? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon's got Specialty nothing. Specialty shops. You know? That's a 
Specialty shops. That's, specialty yes. shops. that's a great yeah. call. Because, by the way, I could get a Frisbee at the grocery store. I can go to Kroger and get a Frisbee. I'm, I'm pretty confident about that. Um, but a disc golf person would be like, oh, you, oh, you can't have that one. <laughs> right. Ben, that's yeah. why you got to get 16 while you're there. Show up with 16 Frisbees. <laughs> <laughs> 16 uh, yes Corey. 16 of the grocery store frisbees not even different colors but one i just write putter on <laughs> one the driver one you, write, you write big bertha on the other one yeah. so this one I, get, I go long with this one this bitch sells <laughs> okay i recently met two guys who had scholarships to their college for disc golf and you better believe this is exactly what? how they talked First off, scholarships for disc golf? You got a free ride on disc? <laughs> right. The fuck? Fuck? I'm I'm confused. Anyways, the caddy, when you're talking about like 16 is my min that I'm walking out with. This right. is the this is the blues traveler vest with all the harmonicas and every key on it. <laughs> yeah. What do you carry it in? Does your caddy have like a like a red red flyer like wagon? Like just like making a terrible noise across the lawn behind you? Like what are they in? Answer yes. I've seen a guy uh, pulling a cart um, that had like a almost like a what is it like a thirty two gallon <laughs> trash can like a kitchen <laughs> trash can size like. On a, on wheels and a, and a and a handle that he like pulled behind him with like he also I also had a little satchel too which it's yeah. just like there's so much Matt, I'm going imagining on a regular golf bag but you got to reach way down to get to the fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all just in the <laughs> too Corey yeah. so you got to take yeah. them all out to get to the one That's in the, the middle the bruiser the bloodthirster the sexy <laughs> lady Ooh. genocide four thousand yeah. the genocide five thousand I'm about thirty <laughs> yards out I'm gonna looks like I'm gonna need a yellow one. <laughs> Maybe with a stripe on it. So Ben can tell yeah. his caddy with the sixteen blue or sixteen like green frisbees from the the store. Just, um, I'll, t- I'll take Big Bertha. You know, just the guy writes it on yeah. it as he hands it to him. <laughs> Dude, that that's actually a hallmark of it is if people can eat, can make fun of you without yeah. them sounding like dumb or pretentious or something. Like if you just like throw a frisbee with your friend and it's like. Oh, I have a frisbee, and it's like, what's your problem, man? Just throwing the frisbee around. See, can't make fun of that part. But the part where you have sixteen, oh, yes, <laughs> anyone is free to take a shot, and no one will like. This is like you're in the stockades, and our moral sensibilities are like, well, throw a rotten orange at him. He's a bastard. Look at him. Yeah, he's, there. In, he's in the thing. I, he's in come the stockade. On, Get him. Okay, okay, I think that this plays into Matt's question of how does this get started, because I think. I don't know who said this. Someone probably wise. I want to say Abraham Washington. Um, <laughs> that embarrassment is the price for entry into any new thing. You're going mm. to be... I mean, it sucks because the four of us are pretty good at everything the second we start it. That's true. It's a curse. I've never been embarrassed. It's a fucking curse. But like... <laughs> Okay, to try Pardon something. Wonders what it would be like. It's well, it's I hear it's like a gut wrenching, terrible thing, like to to be <laughs> foolish or like you know fail at something in a group. But like that's how you learn and get like into these things. Like once you once you admit that you're new and you can approach it like this one way, then you can proceed into it. I think that's um like the the level Matt's talking about is where like that's that's the go kart version of. Uh, I, I'm talking about the go kart version, and Matt's talking about the Formula One version of I am not embarrassed by this. Like, just to be like, oh, yeah, actually, I used to do this kind of Japanese fencing. It was this kind of weird thing. Versus to being like, what do you right. hear about kendo? Because you're gonna. <laughs> like, those are the two different levels I'm uh, I'm putting it at. 
Yeah, it's it is the like again the Christopher Guest world where it's like that. There's so much that surrounds these sp- specific hobbies, or you know, you name it, that the rest of us would just be so clueless by. Corey, so when you said like you can get a full ride scholarship, it's like this whole world exists. When, once you go beyond, you know, through the the big into looking glass, that like there's a whole world that exists, you know, um, with its own language, but. Uh, I also think the that you're you're kind of hinting at like one aspect, which is like the community of it, which is kind of cool. Like you start first of all, a lot in in most of these scenarios I can think of, maybe the majority of the people that are in that thing are like pretty cool and welcoming and want to bring in like the first time frisbee thrower or the first time brewer or whatever it is, you know, going uh, like yeah, it's cool, come on, come join us sometime on a Saturday or whatever. And then you can kind of see how you work your way through it, and um, you know you're, now you've got a you've got a group of people. You got your tribe, and like we are model train enthusiasts, and that's you know, uh, and well, you know, Dave just got the. You see his garage? He just got the new uh, uh, HO scale miniature something. Eiffel Tower. I don't know what the, I don't know what the model train enthusiasts mm. do, but um, yeah, once you see that, it kind of makes it okay, right? Like. Wait a minute. For for me first there's like a thing of like just seeing all the shit. But um but but yeah, when you see the guy that like Dave's got like his whole house is the whole model train set, you know, or something, yes. it's like that's allowed? Well I yeah. I gotta like that then it's like, well, okay, then that, that gives you permission to kind of be big into it. That's because I, I think that's a thing of like, well, you're just really big into that hobby and not like um I'm going to wrap the most trees in saran wrap and someone would just go like what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with like what are you doing is it for art and you're like i'm gonna do all of them it's my hobby and it's like ah, uh, he's off in the head or something you know for me the permission is yeah. you get you get this idea you get the, it starts with the feeling of like the christmas catalog rush of like hey look through this and circle what you're like you're like really can i anything uh-huh, and you, you start yeah. circling things and then imagine if while you're circling you're like Wait a minute, mom can't say no. I can buy my own model trains because I'm an adult and I can get big into it. Mm. When mom can't say no, you can get big into it is what I think. (laughs) And someone can't protect you from it. That's when you can go (laughs) as hard as you want. Yeah. (laughs) Grant, that's also when I bite the hand that's feeding me. Same time. (laughs) I just, if there's something that I like, I start looking into it. And then it's the at some point if I if I'm like very interested in this thing and I'm because I, I you ask like when does this happen it's like me for all things but if there's something that I like and I start looking at it there's some point where I do that like you open the door and you see all the people training and there's like uh like hup, 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 like all SWAT team people they're doing acrobatic stuff somebody has a flamethrower oh what there's flamethrowers and ninja stars and all this shit like. Oh, I got to learn all these things and have all these things and do all these things and and be all this right. Like when I find out like there's all this stuff, I I have to keep researching about it. I want to do it. I want to experience it. I I like I I, I don't know. I guess there's no one to save me from it either, Grant, but uh yeah, I I very much am vulnerable to like going like all in on this kind of stuff. Well, yeah, let's talk about uh have you guys would you guys 
have you have you been big into into things or what might be the closest you've gone big into into things and this is also i put in my notes parentheses this might be an intervention we're having for ben right (laughs) (laughs) i i laughed earlier because god i'm off the hook i uh Oh, well, yeah, great. You're not. I'm looking at you too. I had uh, I had earlier seen. Uh, I was talking about. I'm gonna, to protect an identity. Uh, I was talking about this topic with uh, a woman I'm married to, um, and she was like, "Wait, this is a topic about Ben." Um, <laughs> ah. Now, Ben, you don't have an entire room filled with petals, but like. Whereas I'm like, yeah, it'd be cool to have like a, a crunchy one and a and one that's loud or something. You're like, you built your own pedal board and you know it, it in in your own wood shop, which that's a second one we can talk about. But like, <laughs> I'm like, damn, Ben is into these pedals. Like he's, but the but what I respect is like all the thing you have like a a knack for getting big into such that like you're you're good at you're good at it. Um, I also uh. Uh, was talk came up with my wife like oh so what kind of topics you guys got going on tonight and and I mentioned this one she's like yeah everything I don't know um, <laughs> cooking this that and some I do some are longer uh, lasting uh, some I go deeper and crazier than others um, but it's just it, it's definitely in my nature that when there's something that I like I yeah so uh, a long time ago. Having uh, fish, uh, like aquariums and stuff, and I started oh, yeah, with just a little aquarium. Yeah, and it was the only aquarium that I. This is the largest aquarium I could afford. I was in college. <laughs> um, somehow I was therefore made to be the subject of people's laughter. Uh, I actually did talk to one dude, a uh, random dude at a time and stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, blah blah fish," and he was like, "Oh," and I work at a place, and he was like. I'm into like getting rare nudibranchs and blah, 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 which are like these sea slug crazy things. And he's like, well, what are you into? And I was like, um, like I have two sword tails. And he was just like, get out of here. You're a fucking noob dork. And it was like, well, I mean, I only have this tiny little 10 gallon tank. There's nothing I can really do about it. I mean, this is what I'm stuck with. But then once I had the means and I had like still kept looking and looking. So graduated college. No, actually, it was before that. I did do some things to to expand, but whatever. I there's all this kind of stuff, and I just want to see it all. It's all interesting to me. The whole hobby was interesting to me. That's why I got into it. And then, oh, people breed fish. Well, of course, I'm going to try to do that too. And then you, you know, you the babies and the stuff. And pretty soon, I I don't think I ever had ten full tanks going at once. But I had a whole bunch of shit happening, and I was getting <laughs> magazines, and I had books. And I was, like, on forums and chatting about it. It was just all very interesting to me. So I, next thing you know, you're that guy. You know, Ben brings up a good point. Um, There's the point where you go from I have a 10-gallon tank to I have 10 10-gallon tanks, right? Hmm. No, that'd be stupid. I had 10 tanks. I mean, I had two 55-gallon tanks, and I had a 30-gallon tank and some 20 uprights. And Yeah, see? I was trying to save you that. So, um... Uh, so like there's a point where you go from like the starter kit of like uh in anything there's the, like there's like the ooh here's a here's a hot water paint kit that i bought at barnes and noble before they went out of business you know um there's the starter level which is fine 
But Ben brings up the point of all the good stuff is when you own all the stuff. That's when the good, you, you can't have fun without all the stuff. No matter what anyone tells you, when no matter what we even legally advise, you got to have all the stuff. If this is the episode my wife listens to, please believe me, you got to have all the stuff for it to be right. There is no other way. There, right. there is a, there is a, a level, there's like level one where people can stop. So let's do guitar stuff and music stuff because you guys know about that. Um, Long story with Matt's bachelor party, but like uh, I didn't want to just sit there, so I found a Craigslist uh, electric guitar that a guitar and an amp cost me a hundred dollars. Is they're both pieces? Oh shit! But I okay, I could learn how to make some chords and move my fingers in a certain way. That's not where you stop. That's not like what a guitar player has. You gotta have like a decent level, whether it's an acoustic or an electric guitar. If it's an electric guitar, you have to have a decent amp. Maybe you don't have any uh, pedals or anything, but you got to have those couple of things. Got to have a tuner. You can, there, there, there's that little that minimum level of stuff, right? To then you can be a hobbyist, um, but you don't have to go any farther than that necessarily. You could, but yeah. then you could have like all the guitars hanging <laughs> from your wall and all this crazy <laughs> shit, and then people like go completely nuts from there. But there is that like first level. You there's the entry thing. Okay, disc golf. You could start with the frisbee you got from Kroger, but probably you probably you do need I don't know maybe I have no idea about disc golf maybe it's three to five discs that you actually need, not sixteen and those are the ones you bring out on the course because at right. home you've got right. like stacks of them. Yeah, well, right. It, it, it works like this. I had uh, friends when I was uh, in high school that were big into paintball. Right, and I say they're big into because they spent a lot. They spent more than mo- all of my first four cars. On a paintball gun, which was not a car, so which blew my mind. Uh, yeah. It didn't drive them anywhere. But they're like, "Hey, come paintball!" Neither with- did your car, to be fair. The, no, uh, not hey. <laughs> the what? As far as I could tell, it was a place for you to put rallies bags. At least when you were living with me, that's where the bags from rallies were. Better there than your fish tanks. Um, <laughs> very true. So you'd go. They'd be like, "Hey, come paintballing!" And like you know, we'll loan you some gear, and they'll loan you like. Uh, like a like a British pirates like uh like like a British admiral's like like one shot musket. You're like okay, the paintball goes in here, and then you put the wadding in it. Anyways, I'm a force commander. I'm gonna be machine gunning your ass while that happens. That's no fun. Yeah. You can't. They're like, but you got a gun? No, they have I a don't. paintball Apache helicopter, Corey. <laughs> you just hear those Gatling guns rev up, and it's like, oh shit. No, it's it's not the Gatling gun. It's a napalm spray of just paint. It's just the paint. <laughs> and it's still a defoliant too. It's Isn't this fun? You gotta have all those enough leaves. of the yeah. stuff to have enough of the fun. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. That's the like the minimum level. With our, we had a workout in Corey with paintball, but yeah. Glasses that don't fog up, a gun that can mostly shoot straight, and isn't a one-shot thing that you... Yeah. I had a bandolier with two of them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And a paintball sword. I was kind (laughs) of... Awesome. Uh, Grant, what are you big into, or have you been big into... Uh, I don't know if it quite reaches the level of big into, and certainly there are biggers into of this, but I guess the biggest into I would have would uh, would be old video games. Because <clears throat> uh, I got a lot of equipment to play stuff. I got a lot of stuff to play. 
many things I have not ever played, but uh, hopefully one day we'll play. <laughs> um, does it count as being big into the second you have an entire room dedicated to that thing? I there think is a room that's, dedicated uh... to that, yes, mother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Asking for a friend. But, like, there's... I could... If you said, uh, hey, let's play a Game Boy game, first of all, I would say, let's. Uh, <laughs> but second of all, I would say... Which of the four platforms would you like to play it on? Because I have four different ways I could play a Game Boy cartridge. Mm. So Game that Boy seems Advance. like it might qualify. Grant, very easily, do you have ten? Do you have ten consoles? Well, there's uh, yes, for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. You the way that you, you just didn't. answered that alone is the, is like a def- definitive mark of the begin to where you 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 were like. Do I dumb this down for him? Do I give him the full answer because he's not yeah. going to understand it? Yeah. It's like, well, yes, absolutely. I think there yes. is some awareness to that big into thing. Um, sure. Even, Matt, you had homebrewing as an example. Um, yeah. That, uh, I think Corey bought me um, the Charlie Papazian book. What is that one? Um, the one you told me to buy you. And it's like, eh, just give it a shot. And it has some basics and stuff. But then I just, like, I was very curious, and I started doing more research, and oh my god, can you go down the rabbit hole with all that? Um, And a lot of people that I knew from Homebrew Club, which I got into and was the president of and did a whole bunch of crap for, um, they started their own breweries, and basically the other ones all have home breweries, like, it's, it's a full, whole system, and god damn... But you know at some point that, like, this is not normal. Um, I got into <laughs> beer judging. I traveled around and, uh, like, judged brewing competitions, professional and amateur. But when we were learning for that, because I, we had we took a full-day test, uh, essay and tasting and all this stuff, like, it's total, like, you knew you were in Nerdville when you were doing it. When we were studying for it, we were at uh, a Winking Lizard establishment. This is a chain. And... Uh, we were, you know, we would get a beer, we would split it between the four of us and like take our notes and then afterwards compare our notes and blah, blah, blah. As we were trying to, you know, cram for studying for this test, kids were throwing popcorn at us. We were adults. <laughs> kids like, it's like bonk off Bill's head. And it's like, did I just then bonk off my head? And it's like, God damn it. There's kids. And you look up and they were like sniffing their Coke and they're like, oh, and they're like laughing and pointing at us. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I know. I know. I know what's happening here. You know that you are like doing something or I, at least I hope other people know that, but like, you know that you're doing something that's beyond what normal people do. Grant, you don't ex- assume like, well, everybody has all 14 uh, no, have none of consoles made in the 80s and 90s or, you know. Yeah. None of them are keeping old TVs around so that they'll still work. <laughs> no. Do I have a CRT television? <laughs> Who among us doesn't? Who's, who's I mean, who's trial? I'm not on trial here. <laughs> Come on. Well, damn systems on trial. Uh, yeah. Uh, I have many I, systems. So anyway. I do think one final characteristic, then, is kind of what you're saying, Ben. I think for all of these, the once you can go so deep into something, it's it's either like a level of competition or convention or some sort of like oh. national meetup of the thing, like we're all into this thing or some sort of competition. I had it grouped um, as gatherings. Yeah, I, th- I think in general. So again, 
I don't think there's anything wrong with being vegan too, and I love learning. It's more about when I discover like what there's a whole world over here. Like I yeah. enjoy learning. Like what's that yeah. like? Tell me about it. Yes. Um. But where and and but like you said, once you're big into, you are you have to be able to be the butt of jokes and know that okay, I get you yeah. know I get that I might be laughed at. Where I think now the jokes get like more concerning though uh, is when you go to that nationals when you go to nationals <laughs> and whatever you are like you're saying ben you are now deciding you know what any sort of balance in my life is not for me like my <laughs> life now is the thing i was watching this like gardening show with this guy who's like his life is growing competition vegetables like the biggest carrot yeah. or whatever and yeah. and it, it was like Halfway through the conversation, you start feeling really weird being uh, being around this guy or hearing from him. You're like, "Whoa, yeah. you're too far!" Like, this. have you ever thought about watching TV? Or you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. Matt. There's a there is a tipping point of um, the the kind of like uh, Ben sitting around the table uh, with all the other nerds doing their beer judging, getting mocked. Right? There's a type of denial that sometimes people get big into and don't realize that that far, where they're sitting at the table and they go. Fuck! I'm sitting at a table with nerds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they fail, you know. They're like, yeah. "Oh shit! I've I yeah. made a mistake." Right, right. As as opposed to just being like, "Oh, that's why they're throwing it at me too." <laughs> so, one one year, uh, it was a, a New Year's. I was at a bar here in Columbus, and uh, I knew they had foosball tables there, and. My friends and I would try to play. I knew you weren't supposed to spin the handles, you know, but you, you'd, you know, we would just try, ah, boy, here comes the ball, try to whack at it. And we walked over and we watched people playing a, I will say, more professional level. They would control the ball, they would pass it. It was, the, that was the most fucking mind blowing thing I've seen in my life. We were like, Jesus Christ, they passed the ball to each other or from rod to rod and then like had set shots that they did. And that was the beginning of getting into professional foosball, where it's a whole fucking world. And I did, tr I have traveled to foosball competitions. Um, <laughs> uh, there were there's websites. There's a whole there's shameful. A whole yeah. There's a whole shameful situation. Anyway, um, <laughs> but but with that, like I could I could play competitively in the amateur ranks, uh, but. I can I can still play like a dipshit, uh, but the best of the best, yes, their life is dedicated to it. They travel, they play. That's it. That's like it's their main thing. But let's go to Michael Jordan or any like professional. Like their life is that. It's just not a dumb fucking thing like football. <laughs> it's just something that more people are into and think is interesting. Yeah. But to be the best in anything, you're like single-minded. You are, um, yeah. you're boring to most people. You're a fucking weirdo. There's just some that, like, I guess people have jerseys with your name on it, and others that it's yeah. like, you know, I really, Larry pays his rent, but ugh, he just all he talks about is foosball. But here's the thing: I bet Michael Jordan is just into is just into basketball as some guy is into metal detecting. <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs> that was that was weird enough yes yeah you know it's like but you're right there are maybe productive ways to be so single-minded like uh what did you do like oh well i won six nba championships i built a billion dollar global brand around my name uh how about you i grew the largest turnip 
<laughs> in Canada in 2017. Oh, that's cute. Six-time world champion. I am the eight-time world exactly champion. Right. Exactly. You're yeah. that Bob Crandall snort. You know, and wait, you're you're Bob you're turn up Bob Candle Snort. Bob Candle Snort. Yeah. Wow. Uh I think the last anecdote I'll add of what is so beautiful about how there's all these worlds uh, out there that you don't even know is so one hobby that I that I'm just very vaguely aware of is like um and and, and I'm gonna for all the people who are into this I'm gonna get all the terminology wrong but you like you know like a off-road kind of vehicle where they're just so they're like jeeps that are so rigged up they can like climb up over rocks oh, and yeah, yeah, through, yeah. Like, sand yeah, yeah. rock jeeps. and you see like YouTube videos of them trying to go up these crazy mountains and stuff yeah they're like, called rock jeeps <laughs> rock jeeps Yes. Okay. So if you're big into rock jeeps, like there's a whole world out there. That's cool. Uh, so I'm vaguely, I'm vaguely aware of that. I was at a bar once and I saw a guy's like long sleeve shirt uh, from an event or something. And it was like, it had, I don't remember now, but it was such an intriguing name of like a rally in the valley 17 or something. And I'm like, what, wonder what that is. Cause there was a website. So I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. well, I'm waiting for my beer. I'm going to go to that website. And it was, Rock Jeeps. It was a, it was like a national rock Jeep competition, but remote control. It was it was <gasps> yes. mini. Everyone had their oh own my God. tiny remote control, and it was a national like. You get into this website. I was like, what is this world? Because they have all the things, and they're like videos of climbing up rocks with the rope. So there, whatever whatever hobby is out there, there's a miniature hobby. Oh my God! <laughs> um, I have seen. Um, this is somehow it seems they're more German, or at least the the what. It, Pops up my algorithm. Um, very complex and amazing remote control construction equipment. Yes. And these guys in Germany, I mean, this is like seriously awesome shit with these big cranes that were like trying to erect oh a God. fake um, like a windmill power plant thing. But it's like everything works. All the little things are actuated and they were really like doing it. It was like, oh, wow. But that's the beauty of the, I've seen those videos, Ben. It's so amazing because it's like, not only did you make the most precise that type of Kotatsu uh, lifting crane or whatever, not only did it, and it works perfectly and all the lights light up, but then you're like, now what? Well, let's erect a bridge. And so yeah. like, the, the <laughs> yeah. graders come in and put the dirt down. It's like, what are you yeah. going to do with miniature things? We're going to make a tiny bridge. Leave me alone. I'm not married. Perfectly realistic trucks delivering the, the stuff <laughs> and then the little things offloading it and stuff. And that one for me is 100% there but for the grace of God go I. Um, it's not my bag, but I 100% see it. I get it. And I get that it's like they all probably have professional jobs because not because they like them, because that's the only way they can support their like very many thousand dollar uh, <laughs> RC construction thing. Have. What are they making? Nothing. <laughs> They're making nothing exactly. useful. They're just enjoying themselves. So 206 bones, 50 miles of small intestine, full pouting lips. <laughs> Why this fellow is lesser snowman than a god. <laughs> I tell you what. Ben, what you're missing is in all those videos, if you watch them all the way at the end, they all have incredibly tiny children. <laughs> They're just building up a better world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, good point. That's a good point. Little Cap and Travis, 
what's something that you're big into? Uh, email us. Tell us in a way that we can understand what it means. Uh, you can email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. And to see fantastic videos of miniature construction equipment, you should go to YouTube. Um, <laughs> they have so many awesome channels. Once you get there, though, the algorithm is just going to keep offering or you know, going to keep suggesting new ones. And you're just, I don't know, you're going to spend all night doing that. Uh, God damn. And then, but then you kind of want them and you wonder, should you do, so you should, you, then you look up like the cost of them. Oh, God damn, it's a little bit prohibitive. So you think, should you sell some of your other equipment? Or I'm watching one of them on my phone right now. Uh, 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 but uh, we have our own shit. Um, we have our own shit. Uh, you can check us out. We are Free Legal Advice Podcast. Check us out on Instagram. And uh, like Granoy says, uh, if you want to see pictures of Bob Crandall Snort's turnips, <laughs> we follow us at Free Legal Pod on Twitter. That's the uh, best, best, uh, best Bob Crandall Snort content. Mm-hmm. The nip, that's what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you like the show, consider getting big into liking the show. You don't have to actually listen to it or whatever, but make, mm-hmm. just be big into liking it. When someone brings yeah. it up, yeah. just be like, "Fucking like that show." Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 84. As Borbo's <laughs> presence leaves you, uh, you you all notice that he has blessed you with gifts. So, Hammer, uh, you are now immune to police. Uh, uh, Questor... Your hair never stops blowing in the wind. Oh, full. That's full <laughs> on Even blowing. Even when you're sleeping. Yeah. And Shakirius, you have a great big 10-gallon cowboy hat, which you <laughs> love, but... Uh... <laughs> but it's like, it's like the wizard's hat I was wearing before. I didn't describe what I was wearing, which is just like... Like classic uh, Merlin style wizard, big like pointy blue hat, yeah. stars all over it, and then big uh, like blue robe. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a co- it's a giant cowboy hat with stars with stars on it. Stars on it. <laughs> on it yes. <laughs> um, all right. So back in Silverleaf, uh, there's much celebrating. Uh, they call drink. me the big hat. <laughs> it's a twenty. Uh, as you tell everyone that they call you the big hat, um, the drinks flow, uh, the music slaps. And all of the rather be chewing koozies are keeping everything nice and cold. Um, the mayor stops the music and motions for you three to come forward. Uh, let us have a speech from our heroes, he says. Um, I, I, I give a Miss America-esque uh, speech about how through, through fighting the bad of temples and getting only good, <laughs> we have the winning of celebrations. <laughs> people people clap furiously when they hear the poet warrior monk approaches the lectern and sa- and starts talking about how the federal reserve is actually uh <laughs> some sort of conspiracy he kind of dr- gets off for a while about why gold standard blah 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 but he ends up talking about rush and asks if uh uh, anyone has any rush that they can play for the celebration and then <laughs> goes and gets a beer. People just start clapping uh, to hope that they yeah. may go away. They clap them off. Uh, Shaq takes the uh, takes, he takes the stand and he says we're gonna 
we'll be back here next year and the year after. We're gonna three peat this dungeon. We're gonna three peat it. Can you dig it? <laughs> yes. Turn internet over.